Nothing but old 45s. Welcome to another edition of Nothing But Old 45s. I'm your host, Larry Kratka, and every show is designed to bring you the best hit records from the late 1970s through the early 1990s. And there are a lot of them. You'll be hearing rock and roll, soul, and perhaps even a few country crossover hits. You never know. I'll be playing both 45 RPM records and album tracks, and you may actually hear a few scratches on those records from time to time. I'll also be giving you a little information about the songs and artists, plus a little music trivia every so often. So, let's get going. Let's get to work. Robot, don't, 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 don't,
Welcome to another exciting edition of Nothing But Old 45s, and it's going to be a good one. You just heard a couple of records I have stacked up and ready to go, and that one actually has some scratches in it, in case you caught those. That was M, and their one and only U.S. hit record, Pop Music. Music spelled M-U-Z-I-K. The song hit number one in the United States in the summer of 1979, and because it was more or less a novelty song, it was the only hit the British group had in the U.S. But they had a few more in the U.K. before they broke up in 1984. I'm going to set with Sticks and their number three hit from 1983, Mr. Roboto. The song came from their album, Kilroy Was Here. It was a rock opera written by Dennis DeYoung. The song told the story of a singer who is part of a futuristic prison for rock and roll misfits. <laughs> Roberto is actually a robot at the prison who does minor jobs. If you want to have some fun, Google the Kilroy Was Here album by Styx for a lot of interesting information about the album. Taking you back to 1985.
There's a group that needs no introduction, but I'm going to give them one anyhow. That was Journey and their big, big hit from 1982, Open Arms. The song landed at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart and held on to that number two position for six solid weeks. In all, Journey, led by the vocal talents of Steve Perry, was hot on the charts from 1979 until 1996, selling millions and millions of albums along the way. I opened the set with Simple Minds and their number one hit from 1985, Don't Forget About Me. It was the first hit for the Scottish pop rock group in the United States, and it was featured in the 1985 coming-of-age movie, The Breakfast Club. Simple Minds went on to have several more hit singles and albums, especially in Europe, and other countries around the world. WTBR. Join us up on Facebook. Just search for nothing but old 45. Mm-hmm. 
Tears because our baby's life has been revoked. The bond is broke, got so choke up and full. Kiss on the close up, Mr. Wheels, I can't reform. No God, like Hocus Pocus, so don't sit back, kick back and watch the world get bushwhacked. News at 10, your neighborhood is under attack. Put away the crack before the crack. Put you away, you need to be there when your baby's old enough to relax. Follow them, maybe be out tomorrow, but if the offer's shun, you might as well be.
Let's cool it again. And their number nine, 1985 hit, Fresh. The song was one of 21 chart hits the New Jersey group had between 1973 and 1987. Cool and the Gang only had one number one hit during those years, but boy, what a hit it was. Yep, everyone has heard that song at one time or another. Celebration is often played at wedding receptions by mobile DJs in celebration of that special day. I opened the set with the first hit for a San Jose, California band, Smash Mouth. Walking on the Sun landed at a solid number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart during the fall of 1997. Smash Mouth was just another band on the radio, but they caught a big break when they recorded two songs featured in the hit motion picture, Shrek. You may remember the songs All-Star and the cover version of the Monkees, I'm a Believer. Well, I've got time for one more song before the break, so how about some Billy Squire from 
That's Billy Squire and his number 15, 1984 hit. Rock me tonight. It was the final chart hit that the Boston singer-songwriter had in the United States and Canada, but he's continued to go on tour from time to time. Boy, time flies when you're having fun, and I'm having a blast playing these records on my turntable, so it's time for a break. Coffee pot, here I come. On the other side of the break, more good stuff. On this edition of Nothing But Old 45. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Nothing but old 45's laugh track. <laughs> Say what you want about America, land of the free, home of the brave. Only a nation of unenlightened half-wits could have taken this beautiful place and turned it into what it is today, a shopping mall. Mile after mile of mall after mall. Many, many malls. Major malls and mini malls. They put the mini malls in between the major malls. And in between the mini malls, they put the mini marts. And in between the mini marts, you got the car lots, gas stations, muffler shops, laundromats, cheap hotels, fast food joints. America the Beautiful. One big transcontinental commercial cesspool. And how do the people feel about all this? How do the people feel about living in a coast-to-coast shopping mall? Well, they think it's just dandy. They think it is cool as can be, because Americans love the mall. They love the mall. That's where they get to satisfy their two most prominent addictions at the same time, shopping and eating. Millions of semi-conscious Americans, day after day, shuffling through the malls, shopping and eating, especially eating hot dogs, corn dogs, triple bacon, cheeseburgers, deep-fried butter, dipped in pork fat and cheese whiz, mayonnaise-soaked, barbecued mozzarella patty melts. Americans will eat anything. Forget the bald eagle. You know what the national emblem of this country ought to be? A big bowl of macaroni and cheese. A big bowl, because everything in this country is king-size. King-size, extra-large, and super-jumbo, especially the people. These people are efficient, professional, compulsive consumers. That's their civic duty, consumption. It's consumption. The only true, lasting American value that's left, buying things. Buying things. People spending money they don't have on things they don't need. Money they don't have on things they don't need. So they can max out their credit cards and spend the rest of their lives paying 18% interest on something that costs $12.50. And they didn't like it when they got it home anyway. Not too bright, folks. Not too bright. WTBR. Nothing but old 45s.
to the second half of this edition of Nothing But Old 45s. That's Don Henley and his number eight hit from 1989, The End of the Innocence. It was one of ten top 40 hits the former drummer of the Eagles had between 1981 and 1992. Now, some of the big hits the Texas native had, Dirty Laundry, the Boys of Summer, and a duet he did with Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac, Leather and Lace. Out with a set with a dance choreographer turned singer, Tony Basil, and her one and only hit record from 1982, 
Mickey. Even though Mickey landed at a solid number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, Tony Basil failed to make the Billboard Hot 100 chart again. And by the way, Mickey was also number one in Australia and Canada in 1982. Silly songs. <laughs> song that's making me a little hungry. <laughs> One of two top 40 hits from Weird Al Yankovic, the king of parody songs. Now, that particular one was a parody of Michael Jackson's Beat It. Only Weird Al called this one Eat It. It hit number 12 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in 1984 for the novelty songwriter and singer and boosted his album sales a lot. Weird Al was getting a lot of airplay at many radio stations, but Eat It propelled him into mainstream radio, at least for a while. WTBR. Taking you back to 1986. 
There's a guy who's had a fantastic music career. Bill Collins and his number one hit from 1989, Another Day in Paradise. The song not only landed at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 charts back in 1989, but stayed in that position for four solid weeks. I opened a set with a 1986 number one single from Robert Palmer, Addicted to Love. It was one of nine solo hits the British singer had between 1978 and 1991. Robert Palmer was also one of the founding members of the all-star rock group, The Power Station. That band included Andy and John Taylor from Duran Duran and Tony Thompson from Chic. Sadly, 
Robert Palmer passed away from a heart attack in 2003 at the age of 54. Nothing but old 45s. their number five hit from 1981, You Make My Dreams Come True. And it was one of a long list of hits they had between 1976 and 1990. Hall & Oates, as they're often referred to, teamed up around 1970, signed up with Atlantic Records, and became one of the most successful duos of the 1970s. Well, this has been a fun show. I got to play music from 1979, 1984, 1981, and even 1997. Yeah, where'd that one come from? Anyway, it's been a great show. I'm Larry Kratzer, your host. Take care. Talk to you next time. Nothing but old 45s rocks out. With classic rock hits. Welcome to another edition of Nothing But Old 45's Classic Rock Hits. 
On this edition, I will feature a lot of songs from what are known as concept albums. Now, a concept album is one with a unified, specific theme throughout the album. We're all familiar with concept albums from The Who and Pink Floyd and many others, but there is a long list of concept albums made over the years. And on this edition of Classic Rock Hits, I'll play as many songs from concept albums as I can squeeze into an hour. So, let's get going. Let's get to work. Tonight's the night we'll make history. As sure as dogs can fly And I'll take any risk To tie back the hands of time And stay with you here tonight seats and don't be late we need your spirits high to turn on these theater lights and brighten the darkest skies here at the Paris
Really don't mind if you sit this one out My words but a whisper, your deafness ain't shout I may make you feel that I can't make you think Your sperm's in the gutter, your love's in the sink So you ride sails over the fields And you make all your animal deals And your wise men don't know how it feels To be thick as a brick Castle virtues are all swept away In the tidal destruction, the moral malaise The elastic retreat rings the close of play As the last wave uncovers the new fangled way But your new shoes are worn at the heels And your suntan was rapidly peeled And your wise men don't know how it feels To be thick as a brick And the love that I So far away I'm a bad dream that I just had today And you shake your head You said it's a shame Spin me back down the years and the days of my youth Draw the lace and black curtains and shut out the whole truth Spin me down the long ages, let them sing the song Welcome to another edition of Nothing But Old 45's Classic Rock Hits, and on this edition you'll be hearing a lot of classic rock songs that were part of what are called concept albums. That was Jethro Tull, and the title track to their 1972 concept album, Thick as a Brick. That's the name of the song as well. And it is said that the album itself was a musical adaptation of an epic poem by a fictional eight-year-old genius. Of course... The lyrics to all the songs on the album were written by Jethro Tull frontman Ian Anderson. I open the set with Styx and their 1981 concept album, Paradise Theater. What I played was the opening song to the album, which kind of explains what the album is all about. The album is a fictional account of the Paradise Theater in Chicago, which was actually built in 1928 and demolished in 1958. The Paradise Theater in Chicago was supposed to last forever. Nothing but old 45's classic rock hits. Where do we go from here now? 
songs to come off a concept album pinball wizard from the who's 1969 concept album called tommy the story within the rock opera album is simple it's about a deaf dumb and blind boy by the name of tommy there's so much more to that story and i really encourage you to google tommy and find out more about that story I open the set with the Alan Parsons Project and a track off their 1980 concept album, Turn a Friendly Card. The song was called Games People Play, and the song itself hit number 16 on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles record chart in January of 1981. The album, it is said, was inspired by casino gambling, such as in Las Vegas or Monte Carlo, and the concept of risk either at the gambling tables or in life itself. Nothing but old 45's classic rock hits. Concept albums go back a long, long way. Even Frank Sinatra did one called In the Wee Small Hours of the Morning back in 1955. But in the 1960s, many popular bands did concept albums, including the Beach Boys and the Beatles. So let's start with the Beatles.
are the Beach Boys and one of the hit tracks off their 1966 concept album called Pet Sounds. You just heard Wouldn't It Be Nice, which was one of four hit singles off the album. Pet Sounds was initially met with a lukewarm reception by music critics. Now, you have to remember that back in 1966, concept albums were more experimental than anything else. But the album was a big hit worldwide. Alvin the set with the Beatles and both the title track to their 1967 concept album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, which led right into With a Little Help from My Friends. The album was all about a performance by the fictional Sgt. Pepper Band. The album was a big hit. It won four Grammy Awards in 1968, including Album of the Year. Now, one of the best-known concept albums is from Pink Floyd. The Wall featured not one, not two, but three songs called Another Brick in the Wall. Here's Another Brick in the Wall preceded by another song called The Happiest Days of Our Lives, which sets up the stage for Another Brick in the Wall. Listen to the lyrics.
That is another Brick in the Wall, part two, one of three Brick songs on the Wall album, and one of the most familiar songs from the album. The Wall, from 1979, explores the story of a rock star by the name of Pink, who envisions himself as a recluse from society. Some music historians consider The Wall to be one of the greatest albums of all times. Well, half of the uh, classic rock hits concept album show is about over. I've got many more songs to play from some very interesting concept album hit albums in the next half hour. So stick around. Got a comedy break coming up and then more of the good stuff on this edition of Classic Rock Hits Concept Albums. Nothing but old 45's laugh track. <laughs> oh yeah, touch that something. I think you understand. Now I need a scrubbing. I gotta wash my hands. is talking about coronavirus but it's hard to know what to listen to we have answers to your questions like who's most at risk for coronavirus people over 65 people with underlying medical conditions like heart disease chronic lung disease asthma diabetes people undergoing cancer treatment 
and people with weakened immune systems. What should you do if you or a loved one is at higher risk? Avoid close contact with people. Avoid crowds. Stay home if you can. Wash your hands frequently. Learn more ways to protect yourself and others at coronavirus.gov. Together, we can help stop the spread. Nothing but old 45's laugh track. <laughs> I don't like words that hide the truth. I don't like words that conceal reality. I don't like euphemisms or euphemistic language. And American English is loaded with euphemisms because Americans have a lot of trouble dealing with reality. Americans have trouble facing the truth. So they invent a kind of a soft language to protect themselves from it. And it gets worse with every generation. For some reason, it just keeps getting worse. I'll give you an example of that. There's a condition in combat, most people know about it, it's when a fighting person's nervous system has been stressed to its absolute peak and maximum, can't take any more input. The nervous system has either snapped or is about to snap. In the First World War, that condition was called shell shock. Simple, honest, direct language, two syllables, shell shock. Almost sounds like the guns themselves. Then a whole generation went by, and the Second World War came along, and the very same combat condition was called battle fatigue. Four syllables now, takes a little longer to say, doesn't seem to hurt as much. Fatigue is a nicer word than shock. Shell shock, battle fatigue. Then we had the war in Korea, 1950. Madison Avenue was riding high by that time, and the very same combat condition was called operational exhaustion. <laughs> hey, we're up to eight syllables now. And the humanity has been squeezed completely out of the phrase. It's totally sterile now. Operational exhaustion. Sounds like something that might happen to your car. Then, of course, came the war in Vietnam, and thanks to the lies and deceit surrounding that war, I guess it's no surprise that the very same condition was called post-traumatic stress disorder. Still eight syllables, but we've added a hyphen. And the pain is completely buried under jargon. Post-traumatic stress disorder. I'll bet you, if we'd have still been calling it shell shock, some of those Vietnam veterans might have gotten the attention they needed at the time. I'll bet you that. I'll bet you that. But, but it didn't happen. And one of the reasons, one of the reasons is because we were using that soft language, that language that takes the life out of life. And it is a function of time. It does keep getting worse. I'll give you another example. Sometime during my life, sometime during my life, toilet paper became bathroom tissue. <laughs> I wasn't notified of this. No one asked me if I agreed with it. It just happened. Toilet paper became bathroom tissue. Sneakers became running shoes. False teeth became dental appliances. Medicine became medication. Information became directory assistance. The dump became the landfill. Car crashes became automobile accidents. Partly cloudy became partly sunny. Motels became motor lodges. House trailers became mobile homes. Used cars became previously owned transportation. 
Room service became guest room dining. The CIA doesn't kill anybody anymore. They neutralize people. <laughs> or they depopulate the area. The government doesn't lie. It engages in disinformation. The Pentagon actually measures nuclear radiation in something they call sunshine units. Israeli murderers are called commandos. Arab commandos are called terrorists. Contra killers are called freedom fighters. Well, if crime fighters fight crime and firefighters fight fire, what do freedom fighters fight? They never mention that part of it to us, do they? Never mention that part of it. And... Yeah. And some of this stuff is just silly, we all know that. Like on the airlines, they say they want a pre-board. Well, what the hell is pre-board? What does that mean? To get on before you get on? They say they're going to pre-board those passengers in need of special assistance. We have no more deaf people in this country, hearing impaired. No one's blind anymore, partially sighted or visually impaired. We have no more stupid people. Everybody has a learning disorder. <laughs> or he's minimally exceptional. How would you like to be told that about your child? He's minimally exceptional. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> Psychologists actually have started calling ugly people those with severe appearance deficits. <laughs> and we have no more old people in this country. No more old people. We shipped them all away and we brought in these senior citizens. Isn't that a typically American 20th century phrase? Bloodless, lifeless. No pulse in one of them. A senior citizen. But I've accepted that one. I've come to terms with it. I know it's here to stay. We'll never get rid of it. That's what they're going to be called, so I'll relax on that. But the one I do resist, the one I keep resisting, is when they look at an old guy and they'll say, Look at him, Dan. He's 90 years young. <laughs> Imagine the fear of aging that reveals. To not even be able to use the word old to describe someone. To have to use an antonym. And fear of aging is natural, it's universal, isn't it? We all have that, no one wants to get old, no one wants to die, but we do. As Soon as I was in my 40s, I'd look in the mirror and I'd say, well, I, I guess I'm getting older. <laughs> older sounds a little better than old, doesn't it? And it's okay, because thanks to our fear of death in this country, I won't have to die. I'll pass away. <laughs> Or I'll expire like a magazine subscription. <laughs> if it happens in the hospital, they'll call it a terminal episode. The insurance company will refer to it as negative patient care outcome. And if it's the result of malpractice, they'll say it was a therapeutic misadventure. I'm telling you, some of this language makes me want to vomit. Well, maybe not vomit. Makes me want to engage in an involuntary personal protein spill. <laughs> Nothing but old 45's classic rock 
Hits.
haven't had a chance to play that song in an awful long time, and it's good to hear it. That was Alice Cooper and something from his 1978 concept album, From the Inside. The song is called How You Gonna See Me Now, a power ballad that landed at number 12 on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles record chart. The album is about Cooper's stay in a New York sanitarium due to his alcoholism. And the characters in the songs were based on real people he met there. The album was eventually adapted into a comic book, Marvel Premiere Number 50. If you remember, I opened the show with Styx and the lead song from their Paradise Theater concept album. So I thought I'd open this set with something from 1983 that Styx did in another concept album. Kilroy was here. And from that album came what would become their signature song, Mr. Roboto. Nothing but old 45's classic rock hits. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Don't know where it goes, but it's only me and I walk alone. I walk this empty street on the Empty street 
on the boulevard of broken dreams where the city sleeps and I'm the only one Another tequila sunrise Staring slowly across the sky Said goodbye He was just a hired hand Working on the dreams he planned to try The days go by Every night when the sun goes down Just another lonely boy in town She's out Something off their 1973 concept album called Desperado. Tequila Sunrise is a well-known song from the Eagles, but it was never a top 40 hit. But we all know it. The Desperado concept album was based on themes from the Old West, which included outlaws. Now, here's a piece of music trivia. Desperado was the only Eagles album where members of the band appear on the cover. I opened the set with a band out of Berkeley, California, Green Day, 
and a track off their 2004 concept album, American Idiot. Boulevard of Broken Dreams was a big hit in the United States and many other countries. The concept album follows the travels of a lower-middle-class American described as an adolescent anti-hero. There you go. As many concept album tracks that I can squeeze into an hour. That album tracks from Six, Jethro Tull, The Alan Parsons Project, The Beach Boys, Pink Floyd, and even The Eagles. Hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. I learned a few things. I'm Larry Crack, your host on Classic Rock Hits. Give me a like on Facebook. Love to hear from you. Talk to you next time.